Deshmukh and welcome you all to new episode of uh, Sportsy. Let's talk sports. This is where we talk about fun aspects of sports and the informative aspects of sports. And uh, we talk to a lot of uh, people who have been uh, who are players or administrators or the companies who are doing great job in the sports industry. Today on our show, we are going to welcome a guy who started following a football club at the age of eight and not given up for last almost thirty-five years after that. And he's a great fan and he's. Gunners for life, Kunal Agarwal. Today, that's going to talk to you about uh, you being a, a passionate footballer and a promoter of the football as an industry. Uh, not only at the development level, but uh, you are known as one of the fan to a football club. And uh, I, I had heard about it from my friends, and then when I met you and then saw the whole thing, I think it is phenomenal. So first of all, I would say that uh, you know I'm a passionate uh, sports person. I love sport. Uh, I grew up with it uh, thanks to being part of Loyola School in Pune, which had one of the best infrastructures yes. even today for promoting sports. Like right from all your Olympic sports, like javelin, etc. You know, short putt. Everything was being taught there at a very early age, and football was part of our culture there. Uh, you know, right from the day you showed up to school for the first day. So, as far as football is concerned, yes, uh, Loyola played a big hand in you know putting uh, that uh, passion into me or putting that that you know that that put me in that phase where you know it was all about sport and especially football. And uh, after that, uh, you know, when I was traveling once in 1984, when I was like seven or eight years old, uh, my uh, father he took me to a game at Highbury where you know that was my first experience of what 60, 70 thousand people going crazy. And that whole passion and energy, you know, just transformed me on that night. And, you know, I can never forget that night. Oh, wow. And uh, since then, I just became an Arsenal fan. Now, since I've become an Arsenal fan in 1984, I've met everyone at Arsenal Football Club. I've had the fortune to meet lots of players. I've met David Dean, who is now like, a, you know, the former owner of Arsenal, who's like a father figure to me and a mentor. He invites me over for dinner to his home every, every time I'm in London. I now have a box also at Arsenal Football Club where, you know, I've, uh, you know where I go and watch a lot of matches. In fact, just before the lockdown, I finished seeing my 250th live game in uh, London over oh. the last 15 years. And uh, I've had a strong association with Arsenal, not just as a fan, but you know, also as uh, you know, helping promote them in India and doing lots of stuff with them. Apart from that, as far as my sports journey is concerned, I've always played sport. Uh, you know, even after I got married, you know, we started this small uh, little league in, uh, in our area in Sindh. Which is called Thunderbolts, and uh, there are just two rules that you know you just need to love football, and the second was that you know just show up, and it was primarily for people you know who were above thirty in those days. Right. And now, of course, you know the and we've stuck together all these years, and there have been so many members now, and we have our own league. You know, we play like a Champions League also, we play like the league also, we play uh, cup matches also. So it's, it's been great going from there. Apart yeah, from I, that, professional, my life, my family is something completely different. Uh, we also, uh, I was instrumental in starting up Bengaluru FC in Bangalore uh, with my relatives, and uh, that took off very well. And uh, you know, we were part of the I League, and then we moved on to ISL. We started another club in Pune with the Kalyani group called Bharat uh, 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 FC, which uh, you know, due to so many reasons of the environment not being right for Indian football, we shut down after a year. Yes. And uh, of course, you know, when the, when the environment is right in the future, we come back. So that's as far as the, the football journey is concerned. As far as sports is concerned, uh, last time we met, I had mentioned that you know we are building this edX campus in Pune. Yes. So that's going a little slow right now because of the lockdown. 
but uh, that would be an entity which would or a platform which would combine education and physical sport and all the other aspects of sport that go around it you know right from sports psychology to you know sports medicine to sports nutrition diet all the things that go on the courses will be imparted in these uh, fields so there is a lot happening on that and uh, apart from that i'm also associated with a with an ngo sports ngo called the go sport foundation on which we have our uh, advisory board as abhinav bindra pulela gopichan and rahul karit now there what we do is that we groom and fund athletes uh, right again uh, in that you know we just don't select the athlete and just give him the money or him or her right. the money we handhold them right from you know which equipment to choose which competitions to enter how do you groom yourself how do you speak to the media you know how do you uh, uh, conduct yourself when you're overseas or, or within india how do you deal with associations the sporting federations how do you plan your career and plot it and uh, in that we also give them uh, all the sports psychology help and you know all the talks that are needed to you know prep them up and you know bring them on the world stage so one of our shining right now we are actually funding more than 140 of india's elite level athletes across olympic sports only yes, yes. and uh, in that uh, i would say one of our shining stars has been kidambi srikanth you know because he joined us when he was 14 or 15 years old from a village in guntur and right. uh, an unknown boy unknown kid with you know immense talent and then you know pulela gopichand groomed him so well that last year he became world number one in men's badminton so that's been a huge success story for us apart from that we you know we are yes. funding and guiding people like deepak karmakar swapna barman all these elite athletes are coming through our ranks uh what gosport also does is also funds literally half of the paralympic contingent that yes. represents india so it's it's not uh, something about you know that we will fund only able athletes or you know whatever that is but we fund across the spectrum but again like i said we stick to only olympic sports so that's as far as my journey with sport is concerned and it's been a very very lovely journey i've met wonderful people across uh, the world you know because sport just opened opens doors yes. you know it's, it's just it's just been wonderful excellent uh, so kunal this is something a journey to be uh, i think every fan or every sports person dreams to have uh, my son okay. has joined me recently he's 15 so you know he's been going to home and away games in in england following arsenal everywhere we go we've even been across europe following arsenal in the champions league and the europa league now and okay. uh, it's been just spectacular you know just traveling to these places you know when you're when you're in the train from london to any other city going for an away game you So the whole train is red, you know, red and white. Correct. Everyone is playing and chanting, and you know the game. You know the whole experience of you know that whole day that goes. You know, just going with the fans and coming back with them is just tremendous. You know, it's it's like an eye opener as to how a sport should be really, really absorbed, felt, seen, marketed. You know, that's something to learn from these guys. Exactly. Okay. So the, so now as I ask you one thing, at at the age of eight, uh, you became an accidental fan of Arsenal. Yeah. Uh, How about your son? Was he groomed in Arsenal? And because that's how not the whole really. legacy goes. No, not really. See, he's been to lots of other games also where he's seen like you know Bayern and Madrid and you know playing against different teams. Juve, he's seen. So he's seen all those things. But he chose Arsenal because see, I made him read up a lot on the, all the clubs. I said that you know that is important. I think you should first understand what it means to be a fan of any club and why are why are you going to be a fan of uh, Arsenal or any other club for that matter? Like you know, you don't have to necessarily. My father was not a football fan, but I got hooked because of the atmosphere. And then, you know, I've read along uh, a lot about Arsenal, and then I made him also read a lot about other clubs, and then yes. made him choose. You know, that why would you want to follow Arsenal? And the thing he told me 
which was very surprising and very eye opening is that you know one of the things he said that i love the philosophy of us where they say that you know we will only spend money what we earn we're not going to live beyond our means we're not going to go into a credit cycle or you know create some debt and that i felt you know is such an important teaching for today's youth because a lot of the youth that i see around me are living on credit you know they'll uh, you know they want to have a fancy lifestyle you know, they don't want to work hard you know and you know some of them are born rich but some of them are not and you know they want to emulate they want to you know they get into bad habits to try and you know uh, buy something or you know own something which they don't deserve because you know uh, they have earned it such as simple as that so when i when i heard him say that i said you hit the nail on the head and that's why even i love football asli because not it's not just because of the football what does that club teach you in life and uh, i think arsen wenger was a huge uh, instrumental force in transforming the yes. way people perceive football you know the way they see it why do they eat breathe sleep football club why are they fans and uh, you know he revolutionized a lot of things but i i follow liverpool for many many years and uh, yeah and uh, in in that whole process but uh, what i what always struck about arsen was arsen wenger and the way he has conducted and those uh, glorious senior that he had it was amazing it's like that that's what shows it and uh, i think uh, what your son said is uh, he really meant uh, i think that what really a fan is supposed to be groomed and it should not be after glamour it should be a, a go it should go with the philosophy and it has to be understood so i think uh, it's you summarized pretty well that to be very honest you cut couple of my question directly questions were around what made you become a fan and uh, what about your son and because uh, that's how the legacy go it's uh, what you are seen in the european or spanish club is the the family uh, start following the tradition and that's what over 133 years people have become fans over years and years i think this is well, i i i know a lot of families in london you know in fact the lady who sits next to me in my box uh, she she has four sons and she's 82 years old and she's been going home in a way she's not missed a single game in the last 50 years oh, wow. there are those kind of fans and you know she told me that two of her sons are tottenham fans and two of her sons are arsenal fans so every day there is a fight in the house so it's not <laughs> necessary that you know because your family is following there are people you know who follow different clubs for different reasons Correct. and uh, you know maybe they grew up in the area or you know their their school friends were uh, you know tottenham fans or whatever they are correct correct and uh, you know they just got along with uh, those kind of people and they moved to supporting tottenham so uh, i would let just differ a little bit that you know okay. uh, it's not uh, uh, it's not always that there are exceptions that happen and yes. you know there this is a glaring example that in one house it's like you know india and pakistan you know you have four <laughs> kids and two you know support the other country and it's actually like that it's worse yeah. oh wow so no i think this is this is great as i think you corrected the whole notion about the the thing but again uh, i think uh, as a fan what it needs you need to be connected uh, to what happens around and you need to be conscious enough about uh, why you Absolutely. do that and and it it, not, it you need to accept it in a good time and also accept it in a bad time absolutely and uh, so, so that I'll, i'll give you a small example so in the 40s in the 1940s early 1940s italian football or italian football clubs were being used by dictators like mussolini and you know fascists Correct. like that to propagate a certain narrative you yes. know through the clubs uh, through the fans you know through the club media uh, what happened is that uh, you know uh, the fans rejected it so you know they were socially aware that you know what this this club is going in the wrong direction and uh, you know we shouldn't be you know uh, supporting any activity of a club that leads to any violence or you know any hatred or anything of that sort so uh, you know i'm i'm very happy that you know there are fans like that and i generally the average football fan typically understands these things 
I I want to ask you. Okay, you are, you said you just uh, saw the 250th live game. Yeah. Which is which is the game that you really cherish? Okay, this is where the lot of thing happened, and probably in your life or the the overall community of Arsenal, the fan following, something changed. So. Do you do you recall any of those? There have been there have been numerous occasions where you know Arsenal have provided us with so much of joy, so much so many different emotions during the game, etc. But uh, the one game that I would never ever forget and would stand out for me would be you know sixth of May two thousand and eighteen when that was Arsenal Wenger's last home game at at home, yes. and I happened to be there and the club went out of its way to you know. Uh, Bring that emotion out of all the fans, you know, by putting a, a, a T-shirt on every seat that said "Mercy Arsenal." You know, they gave him a 22-gun salute because of his 22 years at Arsenal. The matchday program had Arsenal Wenger and 22-gun salute written everywhere. In fact, I'll, let me show you. I framed everything that I got over there oh, and wow. put it into a frame. So this is how it looks. You know, can you see it? Yes, yes, yes. Right. Oh, nice shirt and the matchday program, etc. Framed it. You know, this was a game against Burnley on the sixth of May on Sunday, and oh, wow. uh, literally, you know, when he came out and gave his last speech and last talk, it was uh, so emotional that literally each each and every fan, I could see tears in everyone's eyes. So that was an uh, a very emotional game, I would say. Of course, we won that game, but uh, uh, you know, the whole emotion around it that Arsene Wenger is leaving, and you know, he was like a father figure to so many fans. To the whole club itself, to the players, yeah. to the management, the direction he took the club in has been fabulous. So that that was one game that I would never ever forget in my life. Since you had got up, I wanted to take a tour. But before that, I have a, a couple of questions. So there have been so many great players that uh, Arsenal had. It's like uh, you can you can count it. I think it's it's a it's a legacy. Like on theory, uh, like Henry to Ozil to uh, Cole and many many. It's a, it's it's a it's a great thing. Who do you admire as a player uh, for what they have delivered uh, on field, off field? On field, off field. See, that's the thing that you know, Arsene Wenger, the, and even of course the coaches before them. The whole ethos of Arsenal Football Club was about you know being a better person off the pitch as well. Yes. So I would say that there are so many players that have come through the ranks, but you know, in terms of game, in terms of everything on and off the pitch, I would say Dennis Bergkamp for me stands out completely because. The way he played the game, everything about his touch, his vision, everything had to be perfect. And he himself has said that in his autobiographies, etc. That you know, he would stay for hours and hours after practice would end, and just to perfect that because he said that I would want even the bounce of the ball to be perfect. You know, the when I wow. kick the ball, where it should go and how it should go and in what speed and in how much time it should reach the other player or whatever the uh, motion that I'm doing or whatever I'm doing on the pitch. Has to have some purpose and meaning, right. and even off the pitch, he's been so great. You know, helping charities around the world. He's helping football. You know, he's 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 a he's a pro license coach now. Right. You know, and hopefully one day, you know, there are there are there, there are rumors that he may come back to Arsenal. And I think you know, Arsenal Football Club should use his his intelligence and and his experience yeah. to you know try and groom the youngsters and you know blood the next generation. Okay, so I have another question now. It's like uh, sure. unfortunately, it's been many many years since the last. Uh, Uh, after the invincibles and the last of the yeah. uh, thing, how does uh, how does it impact the whole fan morale? Because there were few fans that you were in your probably thirties uh, when this thing happened, and a lot of things not happened. But you had a maturity to accept that. A uh, lot of people who started following it in probably their, in their teens, and then suddenly you see your club is 
working, but it's not achieving what they were expected to achieve. So, how is the morale that happens as a fan so in the fan's life, and does it affect? So that's see, it's it's more than that. Like you know, then you're not a true fan. It's it's about you know, it's it's like supporting your country or your motherland. You know, tomorrow your country may not be doing economically economically well, but that yeah. doesn't mean that you leave the country or you start bad mouthing the country, right? Correct. So I would equate it to that because that's how much passion football brings out of you. You know, it brings out that feeling that you know this is something that I belong to. This is a family, and you don't leave your family just because there are things that are going wrong. Right. We've had a tremendous success in the past, and uh, you know it's a cycle, it's a phase. You know there are Correct. people don't know. You know now in the terms of in terms of social media and all, there's so much of awareness, there's so much of instant gratification that all want. But in the past, you know United have been relegated thrice. You know they've been uh, you know not yeah. won a title for 50 years in a row. So. So there have been phases with every club, and every club goes through these ups, ups and downs. And we are in a process Correct. of rebuilding, you know. So I, I have no, uh, I have, I have the only thing that I would say to uh, anyone who's on the fence and thinking whether he should or should not, I would say that you know, take your choice. It's your choice ultimately. It's free will. But uh, you know, whoever you support, you know, whether you support any other club, you know, be be true to be true to that yeah. club and be, be true to yourself. Yeah, that's what my question was. It's like it's not about Arsenal. It's about any club. If you are developing club, into you know, a fan, it's about yeah. passion. You know, you it's about the passion. Yeah. You, you, you have to you have to believe in it uh, as a core. Right? I think that it's our, out of the six hundred clubs that are competing in Europe. There's one club that wins it, right? So that doesn't mean that you know you just all the other clubs will never have fans or they just stop having fans. Yeah. So I think I never something coming from fifteen year old. What you explain, I think that will stay with. Uh, I think that that has to be a really interesting thing to to right. forward. So I request you to take us through the the gallery that you have. It's a phenomenal sure. gallery. So, uh, and we can chat on the way, obviously. I think it will be great sure, to sure. hear from you. I'll just walk you through it. I'll start from the entrance. Yes. So, basically, when you enter... Uh, so, this is a sports bar that I built in 2005 as a tribute to Arsenal. It's okay. been designed by an architect uh, from Prague. And, uh, you know, he brought in the entire football feel into it. And uh, if you look at it, uh, you know, if you see this... Uh, you can see, you know, Arsenal FC at the beginning, yes. and uh, you know, I have these uh, things about Arsenal Wenger and the Wood photos, etc., and all that that I took, you know, signed by the entire team. If you can see it clearly, yes, yes, I can see it. Yeah. And then once you enter, you know, you have uh, uh, the Emirates Stadium. You have red and white switches. Red and white. This is a trophy case, you know, where the, the, all the football trophies that we've won in, in India, you know, just playing football in different right. tournaments. Mm -hmm. you know, these could be corporate tournaments or, you know, just tournaments that we do. This is this refrigerator here, basically, you know, is, is painted, hand painted to show all the league titles, the community shields, the FA Cups, all the uh, other trophies oh, wow. that we've won. So this has been done like that. And this is a bar area where you know we stock up all our drinks for our matches. And if you see these door knobs are also red and white footballs. All the door knobs are red and white footballs. And uh, there's lots more stuff. Then over here on my bar, uh, this thing I have Victoria Concordia Classic, which means Victoria uh, Victory Through Harmony. This right. is the slogan of Arsenal Football Club. Correct, correct, yes. And here I have one of Arsene Wenger's favorite quotes of mine, where he says that you are responsible for the motivation of all the people around you. Yes, excellent. And here, these are these bar stools that I have, that you know, that are uh, with the Gunners logo on, on imprinted yes. on them. And this is the logo of Arsenal Football Club that was uh, uh, released by them on their 125th year of 
few years mm-hmm. ago so i've had i've had the logo done here oh wow lots of directors and heads of arsenal have visited this place and you know had drinks with me over here you know presented us with lots of high end memorabilia of arsenal which i've collected all over the world uh, all over the place these are arsenal curtains uh and uh, you know these are all arsenal blinds the mercy arsenal i showed you earlier mm-hmm. then this is a refer- uh, this is a uh air conditioner which again you know it's one arsenal wenger there's only one arsenal wenger some of the chants that are there that are yeah. described over there this is uh another bar area another area where you know we can just sit now this this is an arsenal guitar which is handcrafted by a luthier and he's uh, it's a single piece maplewood arsenal guitar which uh, my wife uh, got it made from him and presented to me a couple of years back on my 40th birthday excellent and uh, so this is a really really it's a masterpiece and in fact uh, arsenal have invited me over to to play a song at half time you know uh, next year so yes, we're just I'll, working that out yeah i'll be coming on that, that point of your uh, the the rockstar image of your as well so <laughs> yeah and uh, then of course there's lots of other stuff this is the i league trophy that we won in 2014 then uh, these are just different stuff arsenal lamps etc there were the arsenal logo here then i've got this arsenal uh, blinds or at one side of the bar that looks into my house again mm. there are arsenal couches and uh, stuff over here oh nice and then on this table again like i have you know some slogans of arsenal one nil to the arsenal mm. so the couch where we all sit down and watch matches and here again another coat of arsenal mango if you can see it basically says yes. that a football team is like a beautiful woman when you do not tell her she forgets she is beautiful <laughs> you know so this is this is another one of arsenal so there's lots of stuff around here of wow. arsenal and if you see this entire trophy cabinet from far you know you can see that it's a goal post actually it's a red and white goal post correct correct i can see and that yeah inside that everything has been fitted in i think this is this is phenomenal so heard about who is kunal what's his journey about sports what, what it's it's gunners all the way for him and a beautiful code by his son now i want to come to uh, the the indian football scenario it's the uh, founding the bangalore fc bharat fc then uh, in pune we had almost four different clubs coming and going unfortunate situation for about pune so how do you think the indian fan should look at indian football lot of uh, aspirants who want to understand about the football in india or the players who are looking forward to having a better different career in indian indian football so what what do you have to say about that given the population and the demographic that we have and the kind of talent that i've seen in india there's no reason why we should not be competing with the world's best that's number one that's a given like you know our boys can run as fast they can they are technically skilled even to that level they can be groomed into good players etc but what i feel is that the overall the environment for indian football is not right uh, it's not been right for a while and uh, you know the direction in which indian football is heading is is actually heading for a disaster because uh, currently we are the literally one of the few countries that has two leagues parallel to running one is the i league and the isl yes so that itself makes no sense the isl as a as a concept itself uh, is not is not self sustainable because uh, all the clubs are losing money left right and right. center over there people are frustrated and it's only how long that you know a person can go on pumping money and you know you've seen such big clubs legacy clubs like dempo etc and all shutting down Yes. you know there's uh, you know goan football has literally died a natural death thanks to you know uh, bad uh, policies by the uh, governing body right. i would not want to name anyone uh, but you know overall uh, aif has not done a good job according to me and uh, if i'm honest and uh, see when the environment is not right and clubs are not mushrooming you cannot go and blame the clubs you have to fix the environment 
Yes. If there are so many clubs who are being vocal about it, and you know, a lot of clubs kept quiet because of fear of you know political backlash or whatever it is. Uh, you know, uh, overall the the environment is not right, and uh, uh, the concept of ISL itself, you know, started as more as a tamasha, where there were more of you know uh, foreign players who were retired coming out of retirement yes. to come and have a holiday here. Like you know, you take an example of Del Piero, he was played crores of rupees, uh, you know, by uh, a team in uh, in India, and you know he played just twenty seven minutes because he was always injured or fatigued. Yes. So uh, apart from that, you know, the newspapers, the media also was writing a lot of stuff about. Who attended the match in terms of celebrities and you know film stars etc. Rather than the game itself, Correct. you know, so nobody, anyone who didn't see the game, you know, as a football fan, if he picked up the newspaper or a, any article read about the game, you know, it was more about you know, oh, Rithik had come with so and so, and you know, <laughs> people were here and there's a larger queue. So you know, as a player or as as a person who's taking to the field, you know, I would just feel that you know, what is this going on? You know, like the people are here to see me or I are they here to see the game? Or are they here to see films? So that heady mix of you know cricketers, politicians, and uh, film stars, you know, may work for IPL or, or cricket because India is cricket based. But right. uh, for the uh, football, you know, it, it I think it's backfired, and I think more of the money should be spent on grassroots structures because we don't have an existing grassroots program at all in India. You know, uh, sport, and I'm not just saying this just for football. I'm saying this for every sport. Sport has to be inculcated at a very very early age into yes. into in at the, at the school level, and uh, that is what the edX campus is all about. You know, introduction of classic uh, Olympic sports at a very early age. Because mm-hmm. if you go to the to, to the West, you go to you know European countries or you go to the US, you see that you know nobody talks about it as if it's either or. It's only in India that we say it's either academic or sport. You know, you yes. can't do both. You know, it's yeah. just decided by somebody that you know you can't do both. But actually, you know, both are both go hand in hand. And in fact, science has proved, you know, that uh, uh, a student who is a sportsman is a better student, because yes. according to me, there is no better better classroom uh, than a playground. You know, the right. mo- the 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 kind of stuff that you learn on a playground it, uh, it keeps you mentally fresher. Also, it lets you learn more. And uh, you know, I've met people in England who are uh, you know sports science PhDs in sports science at the age of 28, but are also double England gold medalists in a sport. Right. So you know, it's it's very rare to see an educated athlete in India, and uh, I would say that if education is provided to the athletes at a very early age, and you know, if everything goes hand in hand, we will see longer careers by these athletes because they will be more educated and well aware as to what to eat, what not to, what substances to take, what substances not to take, and uh, they'll be they'll be smart enough to manage their own careers. Yes. I think very well said, uh, Kunal. I think it is. Uh, yeah, it, I, 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 just from my side, it's like I remember the first, first final ever final of ISL was the match between Ganguly and Tendulkar, rather than uh, ATK and uh, Kerala. So exactly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, and uh, we've seen the getting Ritik involved in Pune game, and uh, it's, it's. I think they they spend a lot of money on getting this uh, celebrity endorsement rather than paying or uh, doing. I it's think that one. Yeah, I think uh, uh, personally, I feel as well that uh, getting Rithik for one season, they could have done taken care of the grassroots for the two, three years together. That kind of money. Absolutely. So, Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So I think it's it's great to hear from you on these uh, notes as well. Uh, today's session, uh, like today's talk, was more about as a journey of a fan and a true fan, and also somebody who feels about the game uh, very closely. And uh, I just want to summarize here: it's like okay, the fan journey is about. Not glamour. It is about the ethics or the ethos that you believe in, uh, and the experience and the passion. 
exactly experience and passion and you you believe in it because you you feel like believing it 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 it, it goes all the way there is no you, it, it, the one bad game five bad game doesn't make you uh, lose you the, fan, the the fan zone of it the indian football yes i think we have to focus a lot on uh, grassroots development uh, and that For is any, how any the whole thing yeah anything uh, yeah any any sport you have to have look look at that i think cricket is growing uh because it's been it's like hammered into our head uh from by media since 80s and 90s uh, it took that much of time i think this is the time for other sports to pick it up and it's good to see a lot of uh, things coming up uh, at least the people have started thinking about it as a taking it as, as a eyeball there is a there is a life beyond academics and a life beyond a regular job people start thinking about it i think that is a good thing i think the new generation is putting their kids into sports as bangalore has a amazing i spoke to mandar about it the bangalore academy in bellary is doing good i think everybody has started it uh, it should have happened long back uh, probably i remember one of the best academies or the grassroots structure was pune fc uh, 8 10 years back i think probably the best that we had other than the tata foundation they also shut down yeah so everybody uh, had a, a bad time i am sure we are looking forward to the good time and uh, so with that i just wanted to thank you for this wonderful time and amazing tour and uh, everything that you say is like is is the passion coming out in every word that you say and it's gunnel for the way all right thanks so much and thank you gunnel uh, enjoy liverpool i hope to be like in this year i yeah i'm just all waiting right. for the, the best. i just trophy in the hand <laughs> anyways right. uh, thanks a lot and uh, talk to you soon and uh, stay safe so you too yeah take Cheers, care bye bye